Greetings, football lovers. Welcome to another episode of Ball Chat Podcast. My name is Benton Lawson. I'm one of your hosts, part of the Ball Chat family. Junior, the fellas are in charge today. Wagwan, how are you doing as Kamonas are away? Junior, Wagwan family, how are you? Well, I, I feel like I went to half a tree and bought a, a $300 Casio watch. <laughs> Casio gold-plated watch. That's how I'm feeling today. Is, is that a good thing or a bad thing, family? <laughs> it, it looks good until you have to go down in the fine writing. <laughs> Football family, welcome to the, the last episode before Christmas as we get ready for the festive season in the English Premier League as football is running hot as the festive season going to overdrive. Ball Chat Podcast is all about reviewing the week's major news in the world of football. Sam Ardice is back as manager in the English Premier League as he took charge of West Brom. We also will discuss ballers and bugs. Ballers being the impressive players of the week. Bugs being the unimpressive players of the week. And we'll highlight Gabriel Heinze now in charge of Atlanta United. We'll also discuss some development in the Jamaican Professional Football League or Jamaican Professional League Association. I can't remember the name. As Chairman Chris Williams is working overtime to try to get sponsors to come on board. If you're listening to us or join us on Flow Sports, Ball Chat YouTube page or Ball Chat Facebook page, you can take part in the show. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, you can join the show by sending a comment or question in. Junior, we, our questions. Junior, we start off with Ballers of the Week highlighting the most impressive players of the week. Family, come on, is aware. So we get to go double overtime on our ballers this week because come on, usually take up all the ballers or take up all the ballers. Junior, who do you have as your ball of the week, family? Boy, my ball of the week this week has to go to Mr. Robert Lewandowski himself. The man just cannot stop scoring as Bayern defeated Bayern Leverkusen 2-1. So I definitely have to give him ball of the week. I also have to give ball of the week, of the week to Liverpool because the man them is like, it's like them say, yo, we're going to play American football this week. NFL will think that we'll score a touchdown and kick out Crystal Palace belly. So I forgive Liverpool definitely ballers of the week for that, for that crazy performance. So those are my ballers of the week. Ball of the week to Mr. Robert Lewandowski, FIFA Men's Player of the Year for Junior Junior and Liverpool kick out Crystal Palace belly. Hour seven, eight, ten. Them still scoring on Crystal Palace as Roy Hodgson said he was humiliated, end quote, as Crystal Palace got seven from Liverpool in a mauling. My ball of the week, I have to give Liverpool also a ball of the week, Junior, because Liverpool was not just outstanding in beating Crystal Palace, but they defeated second place at the time in the English Premier League, Tottenham. They defeated Tottenham 2-1 in a proper football game. So big up to Liverpool and really showing Jose Mourinho top team. Jose Mourinho said the best team lost the game. As we'll Wait, get to that. I still <laughs> talk about that. You forget about that. <laughs> I still talk about that. <laughs> Jose Mourinho said the best team lost. So Liverpool gets my ball of the week. And I also want to say Liverpool is leading the EPL for the third year in a row at Christmas. It's an important statistic, family. The third year in a row for, at Christmas. The last team to do that was the 1978-80 Liverpool team that led the EPL or led the top division of the third year in a row at Christmas. The last 15 champions, that um, the last 11 team, uh, 
to win the EPL led at Christmas. So um, the la 11 out of the last 15 winners left, led the EPL at Christmas. So Liverpool is in a very, very good position leading at Christmas. So I have to give them ball of the week. Impressive performance against Spurs, beating the bricks off Crystal Palace. Junior, this sounds like the Liverpool sure. Any other ball of the week, Junior? No, I know. That's it for me, though. Those are my two ballers. Don't try to set the bait. I'll set the trap for me, Walkie. Those are my ballers of the week. It's Liverpool and Mr. Robert Lewandowski himself. And, and you do not want to do it, but I will go ahead and do it. Big up ball of the week to Manchester United. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It's a massive movement about Ole out family. Calm yourself, those who have been aggressively pushing Junior. You're included. Calm yourself. And always pushing for Ole out uh, mantra. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, after 13 games last year, Manchester United was 4, 5, and 4. After 13 games this year in the EPL, they 8, 2, and 3. And they're sitting in the third position. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Manchester United gets a ball of the week also because they beat the bricks of, of Leeds as Leeds got 6-2. And they also defeated Sheffield United. So that was an exceptional week for Manchester United. Um, let's move away from the ballers to highlight Bugs Jr. Unimpressive players of the week or the Bugs of the week. Who do you have as your Bug of the week, family? Big up, big up to the best coach for Liverpool. The best coach Liverpool has ever had in their The best motivator Liverpool has ever had in their life. Jose Mourinho is my bug of the week. One of my bugs. Jose, shut the hell up. Coach your side. Don't worry about Liverpool. Roy Hudson supposed to... If there wasn't any COVID protocols, I'm sure Roy Hudson will be at some... He's at some, he's at some restaurant, some winery with two big stone while licking your head with because you shot too much. Because <laughs> he woke up the answer. alone. <laughs> it, it is because of Jose Mourinho, why Roy Hudson <laughs> and Christopolis got a touchdown beaten. Because Klopp said, oh, you don't think we are the best team? I am going to prove it to you. I'm beating the brakes off of the poor little Christopolis. So Jose Mourinho, and then turn around and and you were in, in the in the top two in a champion in a in a in a in a, in a trophy race. And ever since you opened your big mouth and lose to Bobby Firmino in the 90th minute, you're no longer in the in the, in the trophy race. So Tottenham right now is wallowing. So Jose, without a doubt. The next one. Last week I said Arteta is married to Everton and Carlo Ancelotti. I said it last week. I yes, said you remember. Did, you did. The first game that both coaches, after the both coaches were hired, but they weren't on the sideline, was against each other. Chelsea, um, Everton versus Arsenal. It was a boring 0-0 game. But at the time, we all said, Arsenal have the tools. Everton need to retool. One year later, both teams played in the same fixture. And Everton wasn't at full strength. And beat the. I know it's only two one, but it was embarrassing. Destroyed Arsenal. So Arteta, I, I had. I, I it even hurts me more now because you were supposed to be in the title race. I had you picked to come second. <laughs> Madness. It is done. Arsenal is done. You are now in a relegation battle. Idiot coach. Idiot side. Arsenal. So they mama bugs, man. So Jose Mourinho got bug of the week for. 
Jose Mourinho disrespecting Jurgen Klopp after he picked up the Manager of the Year award from, from FIFA saying that Hansa Flick essentially um, implying what, what does Hansa Flick had to do to get the award and Jose Mourinho also disrespecting Liverpool after they got in his first team you know, lost in the, in the matchup this week against Liverpool. So Junior is giving a bug of the week and also a bug of the week to Arsenal. We'll get to Arsenal and Arteta. Because it's been a very, very feverish discussion around Arteta and Arsenal Football Club. Big up Dalton. Stuart Dalton family said his ball of the week is Liverpool. And Bon Miss said this pun United. <laughs> Big up ball of the week Liverpool. And Bon Miss said this pun United. Junior Dalton is giving ball of the week to also pun, uh, pun United. Harold the Hint. Big up yourself family Liverpool ball of the week. And Bug is William. Yo, all... <laughs> William will get and that. As William, from you know, William is really, really struggling. Bugs of the week. Dalton has Arsenal and Palace. Bugs of the week. My I'm bug of the up. week. And big up to Conrad Talley watching us on Flow Sports. Conrad Talley says his ball of the week is Manchester United. As the ball, uh, ball of Renner is um, Liverpool. Big up yourself, family. My bug of the week, Junior and, and football family. Has to go to Marcus Thuram of um, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Marcus Thuram spat in the in the face of Stefan Poich of Hoffenheim. Come on, Marcus, you can't spit on another individual. That is a bug performance and a bug display by Marcus Thuram. And I know he has since come out and apologized, but regardless, you, it, it's it's unacceptable, unacceptable behavior. So Marcus Thuram gets a bug of the week. For spitting on an, on, an, on an opponent. And I also want to give a bug of the week to Club America of um, League Mexico and, and their theatrics in the CONCACAF um, Champions League semifinal against LAFC. And this is the most dramatic players I've ever seen in my life as Club America lost to LAFC as LAFC moved in the CONCACAF Champions League final. Miguel Herrera and Club America well, the entire team and the entire setup. This is not drama club football family. This is football and the acting is pathetic. So Club America gets a, a bug of the week for me. And also a bug of the week to Ante Rossoff of LAFC. Um, assistant Ante Rossoff actually threw a, a punch or a fisticuff with Miguel Herrera. So those are my bugs of the week. Junior, do you have any honorable bug of the week? Why, Chelsea... I Big up, come on, cause I know come on right now. She's probably doing her woosas and and um and, and checking her blood pressure right now. But Chelsea, what the hell, man? Like Junior, I thought you had Chelsea doing well though. Did I you? had Chelsea Arsenal finishing one and two in the, in, the, in the Premier League, and yeah, it's not going to happen. But um, I, I I can't explain I can't explain it with Chelsea. I I don't I don't know. I they're just. They just get the other bug. It goes to Chelsea. That's all. Yeah, bad week for Chelsea as they get ready to play West Ham tomorrow in the London derby. But Chelsea lost the Wolves as Frank Lampard trying to figure out things as at Chelsea Football Club. Big up to Reggie. Reggie says ball of the week. Liverpool for giving the Aston Villa treatment to Palace. <laughs> wow, goal difference has dramatically switched in the EPL with that 7-0. And he also wants to big up especially Mo Salah. 
for coming off the bench to score two and have an assist. And I also want to um, add on to that Liverpool ball of the week that Reggie is, is giving a shout out to individual players at Liverpool. Junior, we have to give a ball of the week to Jordan Henderson and Jeannie Wijnaldum. Junior, you've often dissed Jordan Henderson, but come on, Junior, give this guy some credit. He was sensational against Crystal Palace, sensational against um, Spurs. The fact that he's able to cover Trent Arnold when Trent Arnold moves forward, there was one initial play or one play that indicated this for me um, on Wednesday was Son was trying to, you know, essentially elicit a fast break for, for, for Spurs. And Jordan Henderson, old Jordan Henderson, was there to actually delay that, 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 that fast break. So, Junior, take back your talk. Are you giving Jordan Henderson a ball of the week? Yo, shut up, man. <laughs> ball of the week. Yeah. Stop it. You have to Stop give it. this guy credit, Junior. Come on. Stop it. I'm, I, I, I will never give somebody credit for doing what they should be doing. But he's uh, not just uh, doing what they should do, and we'll get to that in the Spurs game. He's also been exceptional. And, and a big up to ball of the week to Jeannie Wijnaldum. Jeannie Wijnaldum is a play in that midfield. Liverpool better take care of him. And, and, and I mean, he's exceptional. The fact that he's able to... To, to relieve the pressure in that, in that in Liverpool midfield and make those intricate passes. So big up to Jordan Henderson. Junior doesn't want to do it, but I will do it. Ball of the week to those players. All right, Junior, let's step away from ballers and bugs. Keep your ballers and bugs coming, and we'll go ahead and read them out. Let's get to the things on and off the field, the major news this week and on and off the field. Before we get to fo football play, Sam Ardice is back in charge of a club. He's never been relegated. I guess West Brom decided they have to pull the trigger now. They have to make this decision. What's your thoughts on the initial read? You think this is too early? Is this a right decision in terms of bringing Sam Ardice in charge of West Brom? Something happened. Something happened with, with it, it behind closed doors because um, is it too early? No, it's the right time. And and some other days, what 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 I saw a stat. He has never been relegated. Never been relegated. Especially when and all the teams that he get hired for during the season. Yes. He, he moved them up in the table. The they standard, moved them up right? in the table. So I mean, yo, the man record speaks for itself. And and if if you are if you are a, a team chairman or owner and you feel like your team is going in the wrong direction and you need a pickup, some other days is the way to go. So, yo. They probably saw Arsenal would probably need some other day, so they beat Arsenal with a punch. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but that also plays in the decision, you know, according to multiple, report, multiple reports, is that, you know, West Brom was worried that other teams that are struggling to stay up in the league will make a run at Sam Ardai. So they figured, why not go ahead and execute this decision as early as possible and so forth. So the full harm of the world... Um, even Arsenal, who knows, were struggling to stay up or are struggling to stay in the league. Um, they were worried about competition for Sam Ardice. He gets a seven-figure salary if he keeps him up. Junior, you think that's too much to offer Sam Ardice? No, because you know, the bad record speaks for itself. If, if you were to pick somebody to say, bring, bring, come in and keep us up, Sam Ardice is high on the list. I mean, who is next on the list? Pochettino? Who's next? Who who could you hire if you feel like your team is, is going down, trending downwards, and need somebody to keep you up? 
of course it's someone like that. I, I can't think of any other port. We're, we're, what's Eddie Howe doing right now? Because I know he left the job. Yeah, he, but he, uh, Eddie Howe got relegated with West Brom. I, I with Bournemouth, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, though, I'm, I'm just throwing out with Bournemouth, yeah, with, with Bournemouth, yes, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm throwing out quotes out there within that same pedigree where yeah. you can say he has the experience of coaching a team and making them play above above board, right? So, yeah. no, it's not too much. How do you think, um, and we'll move away from this in a little bit to, to football on the field, what type of how difficult is this job relative to his? I mean, we know he kept up Crystal Palace. We know he kept up Sunderland. How difficult is this West Brom job in your assessment? How difficult? Like, you have to compare them, right? Yeah. So look at, look at Bolton, when, when he made his name with Bolton. Yes, yes. Look, 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 at, look at how all of some other dice teams play. Can West Brom replicate that style of playing? I remember that Sam Allardyce was a lie away from being the England manager. And we don't know what he would have done with England. So it's not like he can't coach. But um, we'll have to really sit down, go through the roster. Will the team believe in him? What, what, what is the locker room like? Now, based on all indications, Big Sam himself is the guy that if you have a fractured locker room, he's the guy that you need to come in. He will get everybody on the same page. So can he do it? Yes. In a COVID year, when you don't have fans in the stands to full capacity, in a COVID year, when you might play against a team that have some COVID infections and not have their best players, you need a coach like Sam Allardyce that, that will motivate anybody, that will motivate a 16-year-old to go out there and play like a 40-year-old or play like a 30-year-old in strike. So in a roundabout way, I, 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 think, I think he can get West Brom to play Okay. And and for the record, Junior, he was the English man, England manager for a game before um, he had to resign because of allegations of malpractice. I could lie. He just a little paper lie. <laughs> so he did manage England for one game. All right. So, but we'll see what goes on. I mean, West Brom may be already a championship, may just have championship material, but I totally agree with you. You have to actually go for Sam Mardai's right now and try to see he's going to make them more defensively stable. And to stay up in the EPL, you know, I, I, we've seen it time and time again. Too many of these managers who come to the EPL neglect defense. You have to commit to defend and try to concede as less goal as possible to survive in one, this league. But the one issue, though, is Kabilik. I just don't think I don't think I don't get the vibe like the players were against Slavon Bilic. So I, I just think that's his, his only hurdle is getting the players now to buy into his system, which is somewhat similar, but it's going to be a different voice. And Bilic looked like he was a player's coach. He just looked like him, him put the middle finger up to the board after drawing. It was against um, Chelsea, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, against Man City when he drew that when game drew against Man, Man City. City. Yes, yes. And then that was your last game. You get fired after that? I mean, yeah. the writing was on the wall. They were shipping goals left, right and center. I mean, they, they crashed against uh, after having a 3-0 lead against Chelsea. And so the writing was on the, the wall. They scored two goals against Everton and ended up conceding five. So, I mean, I, I like Slavon Bilic. I thought he was wrong that West Ham... With the, with the whole uh, Dimitri Payet situation years ago. But this situation, I totally understand it. You have to make a move. Defensively, they have been atrocious. 
And most importantly, I mean, discipline, they've been really bad. They're picking up red cards and actually they got a, the captain, Jake Livermore, got a red card in the Villa game today. So you need Sam Ardice or someone to come in and straighten the back and enforce the rules in this, in this locker room. Um, Junior, um, Reynard Lewis wants to know who do you have winning the league now that your predictions are garbage? <laughs> right. um, um, honestly, I, I'll be honest with you right now. Odds on favorite to win the Premier League is Liverpool, right? Odds on favorite. But I really think the winner of the Premier League is going to be determined by who makes the right calls in the transfer market. Okay. Because six to eight teams and transfer market in, in the next two to three weeks when it opens up. When it opens. Six to eight teams realistically can win the, win the premiership this year. All right, Junior. Calm down. Oh, seriously. No. All right. All right. Mathematically, they can win the yes, premiership. Yes, mathematically. And, and Man City is, is, is a defensive midfielder away from, from, from being a, a real force. Def, um, Liverpool is a defender away from running away with the league by February. Manchester United, I don't know what the hell they want, but they're mathematically in it. But they need a whole lot. They need a lot of luck to, to win it. Leicester City needs defenders. Um, who else, who else is up top? Tottenham, Tottenham just need Marina to shut the hell up. That's all Tottenham needs. <laughs> but Tottenham cannot win the league, hitching their wagon to two goal scorers only, Junior. Of course they can, because the, the league is close and, and it's a COVID year. No, in a, in a normal year, it's different. It's a different question. But in a, in a COVID year, anything can happen. Leicester realistically can win the league. They realistically can win the league. Liverpool is a bad stretch of games away from coming back or coming behind the pack. You know? Okay. All right. Let's segue to discuss Liverpool because Dalton and the Liverpool family is going to beat you, I'm sure. Junior, let's get to games on the field. Liverpool had a magnificent week. They defeated Spurs. In the, in the top of the table clash, and they defeated Crystal Palace, as you alluded to in your, ball, in your Ballers and Bugs segment. What impressed you most about the Spurs' victory? I mean, Spurs, it was too contrasting style of play. It was a proper football game. What impressed you most about the Spurs' victory for Liverpool? In fact, I think you had Spurs winning that game, going to Anfield, I did. right? I did, and, and I'm big up, big up to Dwayne Burry on listening on floor right now. I agree with you. You said Liverpool is lucky, yes. They have been lucky on many occasions this year, but let me tell you something. After a while, it's not luck anymore. After a while, it's a habit. And Liverpool has a habit of winning. And that is something that is hard to overcome. It's hard to overtake. And that, that, is, that is what impresses me the most about the Liverpool versus Tottenham game. Watching the game, um, what's his name? Ber Bergwijn? Yeah, yeah, yeah Bergwijn, yeah. Right? Yeah, if he yeah. had converted one of those chances, we're having a different conversation right now. Yeah. If he had converted one of those chances, we are talking about Manchester United tied to Liverpool for the, for, the, for the top of the league. Right yeah. now. Right? So let's, let's be realistic. But. But it didn't happen. Watching the, right, it didn't happen. Watching the game, I got the vibe like Liverpool expected to win, while Tottenham seemed like they were hoping to win. It's a different feeling. And, and as a fan watching the game, I got that vibe. I don't know if the players felt that way. But the vibe I got, Bobby Firmino wanted that chance to win. No, 
even though he hasn't scored in a million years, he wanted that chance because he felt like he was going to score. And that is what has impressed me the most about Liverpool is that they just seem to believe that they are the best team on the field. And you, you have to beat that mentality to beat them. You know? that, that, that is difficult. Difficult. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, one thing that Liverpool and the entire backroom staff, along with Klopp, has built is a winning attitude. They, 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 they resoundingly expect to win the games. And I, and I think for that match with Spurs, this, res, this, this commitment to finish the job was the most impressive thing for me. You know, Spurs plays this system where they park and try to counterattack. It was really a fascinating and intriguing matchup for me. And, and, and Liverpool, we know that Spurs in the slow block, in the spark bus system, does well if a team is slow. We saw a few weeks ago against Manchester City with the slow buildup that gives Spurs defense time to set, gives Sissoko and, and Herbert time to move and find space to limit um, the offensive play. But what Liverpool showed was this quick play, the quick movement of the football. And that was impressive. One, there was a segment in the game when Henderson was slow to get the ball moving quickly. And you could hear um, Jurgen Klopp shouting at him to get the ball moving. That was impressive. And soon as, as Spurs won the ball, there was this quick urgency to recover it. I, I thought that was fascinating. A player that really stood out for me in that game, um, Junior, was Curtis Jones. Young Curtis Jones. I mean... I think Liverpool seems like they have another ball on their hand. I mean, I mean, your thoughts? Yeah, no, no. Curtis is step. I mean, that, <laughs> to me, that's a clap effect. That is just that. That is clap. When you see clap sitting, standing on the sideline, hugging the players, high fiving the players. When when the team score, him, him, he's looking at the guys that are warming up and and cheering with them. Right? He makes them. He make, He makes a substitute. The reserve players feel like. They are a part of the team. They are a part of the game. So when they get their chance, there's no, there's no grace period needed. There's no, there's no um, period in the game where you see a player trying to get his feet put in. There's no period where you, you, see, you see the team trying to assimilate this player. And I think that is what helped Curtis Jones the most because if Liverpool was healthy, we would have never be seen Curtis on the field, right? Yeah, but he's, but I mean, he's, he's really... Play- yeah, but but yet he's playing like he belongs in the starting. Yes, game. yes. So when they get healthy, what are we going to do with Curtis Jones? Yes, you yes, know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So it, that that to me that is a clap effect. Yeah, impressive. That's why Klopp got the manager of the year. And um, big up Richard Green watching on Flow Sports. Richard Green says, "So what if Liverpool had converted their chances?" Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's at, at fundamentally the important thing in football game is converting your chances, and Liverpool did theirs. We can Junior can wish that if Steven Bergeron had converted the chances all he wanted, um, all he wants, it, it would have been a different outcome. But Liverpool, really the standard bearer in the EPL, and and they were quite impressive. Junior, before we move away from Liverpool and get to them other teams in the EPL quickly, Klopp has complained ad nauseum sometimes about players welfare fact that there was a tight schedule and the busy season of games coming on are you surprised that jordan henderson played 90 minutes he didn't make a sub in the game against spurs and jordan henderson also played 90 minutes again um in the crystal palace game are you surprised 
Sadio Mane was taken off and Mohamed Salah replaced in the Crystal Palace game. I mean, the game was already over. You surprised that he made such decision rather than just running out a Divac or Rigi for, for, for Sadio Mane, etc. I'm not surprised. <clears throat> and and you, you preface it by talking about him complaining about the schedule. Yeah. I don't know. All of these foreign coaches that, that goes into England, I, I think there is some blue book or some coaches book out there, some manual out there that says that if you are performing well, your first media appearance during the Christmas break is you should complain about the schedule. The schedule is there in England for years. So just shut the hell up and play. Just shut up. Just clap. Just shut up. It's not going to change. No, it's going to change when? Next year or in two years when the World Cup is happening in December. Fine. You will get your break in two years. But until then, dude, that, that is, that's a schedule. It is what it is. But no, I'm not surprised that he didn't make the substitution because he knows that he has to play his side. Okay. It is what it is. All right, let, let's let's move away from Liverpool before we get regarded as Liverpool fan TV. Big up yourself, Prime Minister is already pointing this out. Um, Arsenal had an atrocious week or a terrible week. They drew with Southampton. And the funny thing about it, Arsenal drew with Southampton and Southampton was pretty upset about dropping the points in that game. Arsenal went down to 10 men. And they also lost Everton. Mark Ogden of ESPN, one of the, the one of the, the big journalists in the, this football circle, made a strong argument for Arteta to stay in his post for the manage, for the back for the board to stick with Arteta. Arsenal has lost eight games from fourteen or thirteen matches thus far this season. Junior, should Arsenal board or Arsenal management stick with Mikel Arteta? Nothing would please me more than to see Arsenal relegated, right? Why, but, Junior? I mean, don't we all want to see the best for all our competitors? This Arsenal makes the game even more exciting. No, no, we want to see the best for our competitor. Arsenal is not a competitor, so we don't care about what happened to Arsenal. But for that joke aside, the answer is yes, they need to stick with Arteta because... It's pretty. It's not the same team, but we've we've been through how many coaches now uh, from an Arsenal perspective. After after we, we you, so Ona Emery's out. It was the last manager, and so it would be the second coach in a, in what three years thereabout. Yeah, right. But 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 Wenger's Wenger's last year wasn't the greatest either, right? Yeah, and we saw the Unai Emery experiment exploded, right? Yeah. And now we're seeing the Arteta experiment exploded. Eventually, somebody have to sit down and say, maybe it's not the cooking up. Maybe it is the ingredients why, why the food can't sell. Why, why, why do we keep changing cooks and expecting a different outcome? If you have apple, why are you expecting to get peach pie if you have apples in the fridge? At, at some point, if you're going clean house, we already clean house to the coach. And it's a same result. Obama Yang still refused to go down the middle of the field. David Luiz wasn't a good defender at Chelsea. He's not going to change into the world's greatest defender at Arsenal. Look at their roster right now. Pepe is a failed experiment. He's a failed experiment. So you can bring in any coach you want. They cannot turn this team into anything that they are. They are who they are. They are... This is the same team we saw with Emery. It's the same thing. So 
why why change Arteta? What will that solve? It's just a band-aid and it's going to buy you 12 months or buys you two more transfer markets where you can try to clean out the team and give it to somebody else. Let Arteta clean out the team and do it. And yeah, I, I mean, so the important thing though, Junior, um, Arteta in the yesterday's post-match press conference alluded to the boys are fighting. You know, they, they were disappointed after the defeat to, to, to Arsenal, um, to Everton. But, you know, Arteta owns some of these bad personal decisions, right? Some of these bad personal decisions were made on his watch, like giving a, a, a William a longer deal than Chelsea, his team at the time, would have offered him. I mean, and, and signing David Luiz. These are decisions that Arteta seems to have endorsed. So if you say, if you're committed to support Arteta in, I mean, you also have to look at these bad decisions in terms of personnel that he has also brought in no, or but, supported. But, but when, when, all right, David Louis signing aside, well, no, can put that aside. David Louis signing, David Louis wasn't, wasn't signed to be the next great Arsenal lifter. He was signed for eight million pounds. Come on. Yes, he wasn't signed, but he was still a, 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 a decision that was endorsed by Mikel Arteta. No, no but, and, but and 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 if he's looking to be, if he's truly the man that is going to be driving this 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 Arsenal car going forward, and then maybe him and Edu need to come together. Maybe they need a better personnel to run the um, uh, um, better personnel to run the backroom football decision but you cannot anywhere i mean stevie wonder could see that david louise was a bad decision no, william no, is on. a bad I, decision i mean but these are decisions that arteta was on board with we're not being fair we're not being fair let, 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 let's be fair okay david yeah. louise wasn't signed to be a starting defender even he as was, a backup is a bad decision junior oh no no as a he's a cardoba cup defender he he's all right as a He's all right as a, as a Europa League Thursday night game in, in Kazakhstan against, against, against a bunch of, 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 of peace farmers. He can't play in those games. Okay. It's just okay. circumstances arise where he had to play more and then that signing ended up looking worse. William is not a bad signing. William was, playing, William was the man at Chelsea. No, he was later, he's later in his career, granted. But... If you were to partner... Junior, you know why William was the man at Chelsea? Why? You, because he was playing for a contract. You do not make a commitment to a footballer who, who finds his most best year in his contract years. William played his best football when it was a contract year. That is a player that you cannot commit to. For you, so, so what? You, you, you rather try to get a player to break his contract? No, it's not get a contract. If if a man has been dollying all these years of the, his his contract, and now in he's round in year one and a half, and he needs an extension, and he starts to excel, that's not a player I want to commit three years to going forward. Well, okay. I mean, hindsight is not. <laughs> oh, no, crime minister. Crime minister said bad decision number one. No Ozil in the squad. All right, is, and can we can we discuss this Ozil thing once and for all and put it to bed, Junior? Do you think Ozil make this Arsenal team better? Hell no, <laughs> hell no. Because number one, where is he going to play? Obama Young plays down the left wing. 
Where yeah. is Ozil going so, to so, I mean, he's going to play in that number 10 role, theoretically, right? You put oh, him man. behind hey. the striker in that number 10 role, and he plays to be the creator, right? So that's why they brought in Danny Ceballos to be able to, 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 uh, to essentially address some of the decisions. Now, I'm not saying Sean and the entire Arsenal nation and the Ozil fanboy and fan club do not send me any hate mails. I'm not saying that Danny Ceballos is akin or similar to Ozil, but he was brought in with that intention to offset some of that um, creative need um, in that number 10 role. I mean, no, no. Go ahead, Junior. Me go ahead, brother. The argument done. Ozil is done. He should have been at MLS two, three years ago. Arsenal just, they're just carrying a gripe. And I, I'm not saying that Ozil work obia, but it feels obia-ish. All right. Yeah. Prime Minister is saying Ozil is quality. Yes, he is quality. He's just lazy quality. And time to move on. I mean, just get rid of... And, and I think this is where I will give... I know we need to move away from Arsenal. This is where I would give, you know, um, Mikel Arteta a little bit of leeway in the sense of, you know, this Ozil cloud has hang around him. It's also hang over um, uh, Una Emery. Somebody in the backroom staff or management or ownership of Arsenal Football Club needs to make an executive decision and said, okay, if, Ar if Ozil is not part of the plan buy out his contract and move on now he's sitting there he's what the highest paid player of the club he's not playing he's not in the squad and he's chilling so just get it over with and move on junior you have the final say you remember you remember chelsea medical doctor yes well well jose the bad mind I the cardova dr cardova yeah, you remember what to Josie after that? Yes. <laughs> you should have learned. No bad mind people. Yes. That's going to reach him now. This is true. This is true. All right. So for him. <laughs> All right. Stepping away from Arsenal to Jose and Spurs. Uh, Junior, Spurs had a really terrible week. Lost to Leicester City. Lost to Liverpool. They lost to Leicester City 2-0. Now, granted, it's... Probably not a shocker to, to many of us that they lost that Liverpool game. But that Leicester City game at home was a bit of a surprise to me. Your thoughts? Brandon Rodgers finally defeated um, Joseph Mourinho in eight attempts. Let me tell you something. That game, that game to me was a direct result of that best team loss comment. <laughs> no, seriously. That, that game, that game, this game is a hangover. This game, because I, I said it last week. I think I said it on the show. I'm being a Jose whisperer right, right now. As far as Jose is concerned, his team was the better team versus Liverpool. They just made stupid mistakes and that's for the game, right? Yes. If I was a player and for Tottenham, that's how I would interpret those comments. Yes. That my coach said the best team lost the game. So that means that the players must have done something to not have, 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 have made my coach um, believe come true, right? Yeah. Bergwijn missed the two chances. I'm telling you, that comment was a direct shot at Bergwijn, right? Mm -hmm. If any other game, and, and looking at how Son and Kane are playing, and if I tell you, Benton, that Johnny Evans is going to be standing in front of Son 
And Kane, how much goal do you think Tottenham going to score? Yeah, Tottenham should score more goals. But and they're score one. Yeah, but uh, according to the data, Junior, they didn't score any. Exactly. So <laughs> there has to be something going on, and it all began with that bestie. Tottenham lost the Liverpool game twice. Okay. They lost against Liverpool, and they lost against Liverpool again, playing against Leicester. Okay. And that yeah. is what I saw today. What I saw today when... when Adderall. Yeah, Alderweire. Toby Alderweire. Yeah. Second goal. Yeah. His reaction was just like, yeah, what else going to go wrong? That yeah. was his facial reaction. was like, yeah, I expected that to happen. It's like, whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they just look defeated. They look defeated. The mind games is running in a mind game is high. It's high in the EPL now at this time of the year. Um, Junior, before we move away from the EPL, we want to get your thoughts on a few more teams. Um, Manchester United, your team, you know, with a game in hand, they're sitting in third position on 26 points. I mean, beat the brakes off Leeds first. Well, and, yeah. But they beat the brakes off Leeds. They, but they, beat the, they defeated Leeds 6-2, Jonah. It could have been 20. Stop it. <laughs> Look at this brother face behind me. You see this brother face behind me? Yeah. That's all me. Yeah. <laughs> But Junior, seriously though, oh, come on. Ben, I mean, that was an impressive display by Manchester United. All right, listen, listen. Liverpool, Manchester United are realistically sec second in the, in the Premier League right now. They have a game in hand, right? Yes. Liverpool is is first, and I think only two points ahead, right? Yes. I think, or, or whatever. They're, well, they're five points ahead of you guys now. You yeah, guys but, got but that game against that. Burnley. Right. Yeah. So, to me, Liverpool... Because I started the show by talking about going to half a tree, right? Yes. Liverpool is a brand new Rolex watch. Gold okay. Rolex watch, right? Yeah. Manchester United is a $300 Casio watch from halfway tree, gold plated. <laughs> they played better versus Man City than they did today. Today's game was more about Leeds playing into Manchester United hand than Man U beating Leeds. And I can and I am a I am a diehard Man U fan. I mean, know some Man U fans are gonna hate me for saying this. But if Scott McTominay did not score those first two goals in the first three minutes, mm. this game could have ended 4-3 either way. Okay. Because but... Leeds created just as much. First of all, Leeds got hit with two uppercuts. Yes. Right? And they still found a way to come back and look threatening. Yes. That should be, the alarm bells should be going off in every Manchester United fan's heads. It is not what it seemed. We scored two early goals and then we, and Leeds just play like that. Leeds just leave the midfield open. And I say this every week on ball chat. Any team that attacks Manchester United going to get the brakes beaten off of them. It's not because Manu is a good team. That's just the only way Manu knows to attack. Uh, Crime Minister, you're the Manchester United fan, part of the Balchard family. Do you think this Manchester United team was impressive today? Get your thoughts in, uh, Manchester United followers and supporters. Junior, but before we move away from Manchester United and this game against Leeds, are you concerned about Leeds shipping so many goals in this EPL? This is the first time they've been back in the EPL in 16 years. They have already conceded, what, 27 goals um, so far, they had a minus five goal difference at, 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 at one point earlier today. 
as the scorers were accumulating in, in uh, the game against Manchester United. They don't seem to be committed to defense at all. I'm not worried about it because the product that Leeds have on the field right now is very attractive, right? So they are going to get sponsors. And they have a big-name coach, right? Yeah. If Leeds find some way to survive this season, I am going to go on record and tell everybody this. You remember when Portsmouth made that big investment and brought in Julius Cesar, all of these ballers? Yeah. Leeds are, is going to do that. And I promise you next year, Leeds going to going to compete for the top five if they find a way to survive this season. They, they, the, the, they play good, attractive football. All Leeds need is two sensible defenders and probably a, another sensible defensive midfielder. And they, 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 they are going to give teams trouble. So I honestly feel like they are not fool's goal. They, 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 just, they just got beaten by a team that has this better quality. But the football they play is top quality. Leeds, Leeds sitting in fourth, right above Arsenal in 15. Leeds has, has conceded 30 goals so far, the worst in the EPL. Uh, of course, they have a better goal um, differential than Sheffield United, the worst team in the EPL. Before we move away from the EPL, Junior, um, Sheffield United, um, Chris Wilder, they're winless after, what, 13 games? They've picked up two points. Junior, um, after 14 games, should Chris Wilder get the sack? From last, from, from, from last month. But the, 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 thing, the thing that disappoints me with Sheffield United is, you remember, you, you know what, Sheffield United is this year's Bournemouth. Because last year, remember, Sheffield played 3-5-2 formation, right? That was their major formation. And they stacked the midfield. Them have a bunch of midfielders that are hard-nosed, hard-tackling, get to the ball. It's like the man, them just feel like they're a general now. So the man, them say, yo, we're not playing that kind of thinky-thinky football. We want to play pretty football like everybody else. And then they are playing out of character. Yeah. It can be saved. I don't think so. Because you, 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 can't, you can't fit a square peg in a round hole. I'm sorry. They cannot play that style. And to play hard-nosed football is not something you can flip like a switch. Yeah. So for them to be successful, they, they would have to play the way they played last year when they were beating up teams in the midfield. They're not doing that this year, and it won't happen. So yeah. Yeah. let's get ready for the championship. Una Arsenal can go play. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prime Minister says this United team is so unpredictable, just as likely to win 6-2 like today as they are losing 2-6. So it's um, inconsistency, and that's what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has to fix, get this team more inconsistent. Well, they're playing um, Europa League, so now they have less competition in the middle of the week, and they should be able to do better in the EPL. Um, big up Kofi Paul. Kofi Paul says, real talk, Junior. Leeds survive next season, a problem. First, they have to survive this year. They conceded 30 goals already. Big up yourself, German Samuels. German Samuels says, they have to be able to keep their players as well. I, I think that's relating to Leeds. Junior. But, but, but which, which, which baller are Leeds right now? You guys realistically see a big name team coming in and, and, and pillaging. Which baller? Leeds, Leeds striker, uh, what, what was the stat? He takes like the most shots with, with the least amount of goals last year. 
I think, what's the name? Um, I can't remember the name right now, but there's a stat out there. There's a weird stat where Leeds take the most shots and their striker scored the least amount of goal. Kevin, yeah. What's his name? Kevin Phillips? He's the one quality baller where we can say, I can say Man City bringing him in or somebody. But Leeds don't really have any, any, any baller well, kind of strike that I had like, yo, what for bring me in a baller? Yes, I don't think so. Yeah, they're, they're very system-oriented. Rafinha, yeah, Rafinha, 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 yeah, Jeremy. Rafinha is a, is a good little baller. So I give Rafinha his props. Because today was the first I've seen a player make Aaron Wan-Bissaka look clueless at times. Wan-Bissaka had problems with Rafinha. I know it's bad when Rafinha started on the right wing and Bielsa put him on the left, on the left wing to go up against Wan-Bissaka. Normally, they are switching players from one Basaka. Today, they switched their most attacking winger to one Basaka's side, and, it, and there, was no, there was no change. So, yeah, Rafinha is definitely quality. Okay. Um, Richard Green on Flow Sports says, what's happening with Michael Hector? Michael Hector Jr., your player, he's officially, he's not in the latest Fulham squad. Any updates on what's going on with him? Just having bad a bad mind, run of form, right? Bad mind, bad mind, I'm a bad mind, yard ball. Bad <laughs> mind, I'm a bad mind, the best defender. Okay, Junior. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, on a serious note, Michael Hector has just not been, been selected recently. It's just defensively, Fulham seems to be doing better without him in, 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 that, in, that, in that role. Um, Junior, last leap on, on the EPL, Everton. Carl Angelotti and Everton doing quite well. Seems like they, they're rounding into recovering some of that early season form. Yo, the old Jeremy, yeah. If I get the salad, I was going to say that to Jeremy. If I get the salad, it has never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but Everton, the thing about Everton is they, they had that moment where they could have come back to earth and really hit the skids. But I think, um, I think Ancelotti showed why he is a name-brand coach by stabilizing the ship. We sat here and, and said all Everton need is a good defender and they, and they can really challenge, right? Yeah, yeah. I brought in anybody, but Ancelotti has made a good defender. You, you have to give me that, give me nine props. Yeah, Jeremy is playing well. And they also brought in Godfrey, who's uh, definitely helping. Mason Holgate yeah. has recovered, so... Yeah, I mean, defense first with Everton, and, and they're doing this without um, your big baller, Mohamed yeah, Rodriguez. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good one. Um, Junior, let's quickly touch um, Bundesliga in the big matchup, one versus two. Leverkusen lost at the dead 2-1. Bayern Munich showed its class, Junior, but also more interestingly, Leroy Sané was subbed on and subbed off. Junior, your thoughts on Leroy Sané and his future outlook at Bayern Munich and overall display of Bayern Munich against Leverkusen. Was just Bayern Munich showing Leverkusen that, yo, we are the real bit, um, ballers, or we are the real champion here? We saw, we saw why Munich wins all these championships, these Bundesliga trophies. And we saw why all of these challengers fall to the wayside. So as far as I'm concerned, Leverkusen has the game. Let me ask you the game. Yeah. I mean, that was a beautiful first goal. I mean, brother, that man stitch up the net to the, the valley, you know. 
Yes, yes, yes. But yes. then the two goals he gave away to, 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 to Terminator, he doesn't need any help to score any goals. Yeah. Isn't that, especially for the second goal. I mean, just lock shot and, and take the one point. I hope them, them skid and, and, you, and you take over. No, you, you just want to play pretty football and knock the ball back and get Terminator a chance of bust on the net. That's the reason why Bayern Munich is Bayern Munich. Now, as for Sané, every player goes through. We see Leon Bailey go through that period where he gets frozen out by the coach and him sit by him time and him get him chance and take, take advantage of his, of his opportunity, right? Yeah. Sané must feel a way. Brother, if, if me go waste time, go warm up in the cold, get so bad, and then you take me off before the game done. Yo, I'm one of the most uncomfortable shower after a game that for me, you know. I, I do, I, you, you must ask yourself questions. So Sane must be sitting now asking himself, why, what did I do? Probably Flick tell him. And he just, he just yo, you just learn and yeah. move on. And, and, and also... Bayern Munich was somewhat hell-bent on not letting Leon Bailey beat them. You know, Diaby made some poor decisions in the final third. But hopefully Leverkusen and Peter Borsch, they will learn from this and, and grow because definitely it was a very intriguing matchup. Um, uh, Junior, as it relates to Sané, um, Karl-Heinz Rummenigge says, quote, we put everything possible in, in play to acquire the German international. And now he has to justify it. And so this is the director of football um, um, operations at Bayern Munich. It seems to be they're saying that at least Karl Hans Rummenigge is saying that, you know, Leroy Sané needs to step up or, or they're going to move on. They, they committed, what, 50 million pounds for him last year. What do you think exactly is going on with Leroy Sané? There's been reports that Hansen Flick is concerned about his work for the team, as in working back to help the collective effort. He only played 36 minutes in that game after subbing on for um, Kingsley Coleman, yeah, who got yeah, injured. But, but you're chasing the game, right? Yeah. And you, you <clears> know <throat> how dangerous Leverkusen is, especially with, with, um, with Liam Bailey. Not because I'm Jamaican, but Liam Bailey is, 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 is in a purple run right now. So what Sané did, or how Sané played is the way Sane played for City, right? Yeah. But the difference is when Pep disciplined Sane, is always some kind of leaking or there was never anything definitive for say, oh, Sane is because I'm playing why I'm not playing, right? Yeah. What we saw Bayern Munich do today is send a clear message to Sane and all his fans. Brother, if you want to play, you know, you have to play two-way football. I will take you off. That is a clear message. I don't think there's nothing, I, I don't think there's anything else to say about that other than the ball is in Sane's court. You make the decision. How you want to play after this is up to you. But if you want to play football for we, whatever the coach asks you for do, you need to do it, I you going to come out of the field. I don't care much what you do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, th I, think you, I think it's going to help him in the long run. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and, and big up to Badu Bad Gaza, who, who definitely pointed out that Hector did make an appearance yesterday in the game against Newcastle, ended 1-1. Um, Hector definitely did, did make an appearance. So, Junior, maybe your boy is actually regaining, no. his, regaining his, his statue no, no. At, at, at Fulham after being out for, 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 
started as a first choice defender is not first choice right now, right? <laughs> now, we don't know. What if, what if, what if the, 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 the international break trip, what if because of COVID protocols or whatever, what if that, I don't know. But he wasn't playing before that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, honestly, the reality is Fulham, when, when Hector was playing, I'm, I'm being 100% honest now, when, when Hector was playing, Fulham was getting the doors beaten off of them. And they have had some better runs now, right? Yeah. So why would I change and bring him back Hector if yeah. we have a better we have a better run with this squad? It is what it is. Hector, just buy your time, keep training, and then when you get your chance, you take it and run with it. Yes, yes. Anderson um, picked up a red card yesterday, and so Michael Hector um, also made an, an appearance. Um, Junior, as we try to touch some other news in the world of football, um, Atletico Madrid sitting at the summit in La Liga. Uh, you know, they, they have a, a game or two in hand. Madrid is, was playing Ibar earlier, but Atletico Madrid seems to be really kind of getting into strides and, and, and maybe, maybe really is going to try to push to try to win this thing. Yo, I, um, yeah, th that is true, but... Um, why Real Sociedad can't win? Why 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 Sociedad can't win? So, why, so why are we giving it to Atletico? Madrid? Yeah, so Sociedad seems to have hit a wall. They've lost their last two games, and they play an interesting match before the Christmas break coming up this week against um, Atletico Madrid. So that would be an interesting game. I think it's on Wednesday or Tuesday of this week. The David Silva has been out for some reason or the other. He's and, and, and he's a big miss for them. So when he's not there, and, and I think Insak also was out for them, and, and, and another couple of players was out. So, you know, Soisidad seems to be running through a rough little stretch here. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I, I, I just, I, I don't give it to Atletico as yet. Don't give, yes. It's early, 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 early yeah. days yet. Um, before, we, before we touch some news in, in Yard Ball as Junior, um, a big thing occurred this week. Uh, well, not a big thing. The Champions League draw took place, and we'll have you know early thoughts on the next round of matches in the round of 16. Um, as Junior, there's some mouth water in matches, and the matches will take place. Uh, match day one is February 16th, 2021, so we'll have plenty of time to really kind of dissect. But I want to get your early thoughts on 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 the early. Um, on these these games i have one question yes will who will be wearing number 10 for barcelona in february <laughs> who, that, that that's my only question oh, oh uh, repeat your question when barcelona play against psg in february yeah who will be wearing number 10 well it has to be Lionel messi you sure he's going to be there yes he, he will be there he, he he will stay until the summer before he moves on, he might sign a letter of intent with another team, you know. But um, yeah, Lionel Messi will will Ronald Koeman be coaching in in that first game? It may be another. So see that those are the questions, and to me that is the most intriguing game because what will PSG look like at that time? I, I, any carnival going on around them time, no? Car February, no? Yes, Neymar, of course. But but the, the important thing for PSG and knowing what feeling Neymar has for Barcelona, I'm sure he will do everything in his power to be available for that matchup because ultimately 
I mean, you know there's no love lost between him and the football club Barcelona. So, um, The Germans said Dembele and we are number 10 for Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not Manchester United. Um, you know, Usman Dembele might be a Manchester United player in January, Dem um, Germans. So go easy, go easy. Um, Junior, to key read out our key standout matches right now, Leipzig versus Liverpool should be a very intriguing matchup. Um, Leipzig between attacking football, Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea should also be interesting. Can Manchester City beat this much and Gladbach team? You're shaking your head, Junior. No, the most intriguing game is Barcelona versus PSG. That's the most intriguing game. Junior, you know? we know PSG is the favorite. There's nothing intriguing. No, but, but, there. but there, there are no other games there. I mean, RB Leipzig versus Liverpool, the way Liverpool playing right now. You really want to tell me it's a life to go and, go and, go and give Liverpool trouble? And, Come and, on. And, 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 and this is the thing now, though. Will Liverpool bring in a defender by then? Yeah, that, that's also important. So and there's a lot can trans, transpire between now and February 2nd. So, uh, and February 16th. Who was odds on favorite for Liverpool to bring in through the January transfer window? If Manu would just handle them business, he would have been at Liverpool come January. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, in a football family, there's a lot of time between now and, um, you know, a lot of things can happen between now and February 16 when match day one will take place. But, interesting matches down in Champions League and we won't even discuss Europa League because we don't discuss number two league in this platform now. Go easy. <laughs> um, before, before we move on and, and try to touch some news in, the, in, in our own backyard and touch some Jamaican football news, um, Junior Gabriel Heinze, formerly legendary player for Manchester United, was named Atlanta United manager and he's currently with uh, Vélez Sarsfield in Argentina. Does this move by Carlos Bocanegra and an Atlanta United outfit in the MLS hiring a Gabriel Heinze demonstrate a commitment to the returning to the Tata Martino years of, of, of commitment to this high-level, high-prestige coach? I'm going to be 100% honest. I feel embarrassed as an Atlanta native for this for this signing because as far as I'm concerned, Boca Negra sit down and say, hmm, when were we most successful? Oh, we were successful in our first couple of years. We had an Argentinian coach. We need to find an Argentinian coach. Just go out there and look for an Argentinian coach. Hey, um, call him friend them. Him call Tim Howard. Tim Howard, you know anybody out there from Argentina who you think can coach? Because we need a coach here, say you know. Yo, my ex-teammate at Manchester United, Gabriel Heinze, he's, he's a coach, you know, he's Argentinian. Boca Negra, oh yeah, let me call Heinze. That's all that was. It, it, there's, I don't see the link. Like, how you... Heinze, he, why he, is Heinze mean, any different than the boy? So the, the tactical thing is for him, and is that he's, you know, I've watched his Vela-Sarsfield team in, in Argentina. They have qualified for Copa Libertadores um, tournament this last couple of years, and they, they somewhat play this 4-3-3, this attacking football sort of narrative that is, is quite popular now, but who doesn't, right? Who doesn't exactly. play this 4 I was four... about to ask you, who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't play for 
I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, my big up to Damone, um, an agent who always said an important thing for hiring managers, you want to hire a manager who speaks the passion language of players in the team. And Gabriel Heinz, the Atlanta United outfit have oftentimes leaned on Latin players or Latin American players. So maybe that is a pivot back to that side of the world. And ultimately, Gabriel Heinze is one of those, you know, high and you know highly talked about young managers. So, but but we, we, I don't know. Time will tell, right? Time will tell. Time will time, time will tell. Um, Concacaf Champions League final coming up this week. Tigres UN UANL versus LAFC as maybe um, MLS has finally found a way to beat the Mexican teams in that in that final. All right, let's let's discuss yard ballers and try to discuss. We won't have since come on is is a way big up yourself. Come on, we won't have recognition of players' performance this week, but we'll just touch a couple or a major story about the um, the Premier League and Jamaican Premier League and securing sponsorship. Um, Chris Williams, Premier League professional football, Jamaica Limited uh, chairman, Mr. Chris Williams. Um, did a, quite a few interviews this week and, and, and made some announcements. Um, one of the stories that stood out, Mount Pleasant Academy. Mount Pleasant also plays in the Premier League. Mount Pleasant Academy is now one of those sponsors who have signed in, um, signed on. And Junior, do you have any problems with that? A worry about conflict of interest or any sort of issue with a member of the league itself, Academy being a sponsor of the league? Is that bad look? It's a, it's a, it's just a bad look, but would it influence any results or any favorable decisions? I don't think so. But you, why open yourself to that to that possibility? You get what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. It, yeah. it, you, you shouldn't have to. You like, well, I guess it. The reason why we open ourselves to that possibility is that there's a desperate. I probably won't use the word desperate. There's a strong need for funds, right? And 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 if, if to fund the football, and so you need sponsors to come on board. And and if if Mount Pleasant and Mount Pleasant Academy people, our ownership does have that funds. It's it's hard to look away from the availability of funds for this league, right? Right, Junior. So, um, Carol Beckford, uh, you know, one of the queens in the marketing space in Jamaica said that, you know, she doesn't necessarily, to kind of paraphrase what she says, she doesn't necessarily seize a problem with it if things are separated structurally and everything can, can essentially be separate. I, I, I didn't, you know, Mount Pleasant Academy, you know, it's a whole separate entity structurally than the Premier League club itself. Pretty words, but stupid, stupid comment. Because you cannot, we're talking about a Jamaica Premier League. If, if they can't, if they can't even, if they can't even put no COVID rules on paper, how the hell are you going to separate a conglomerate from saying you are a team to versus you are you are you are a sponsor? Like how are you going to prove that, Freda? Let me just tell you something. Next time, find a woman or no disrespect, <laughs> find, find, find a girlfriend or somebody and say, "Listen, my beers, go get your tax ID." Get, get 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 a company and say you're going to sponsor the Premier League and me will give you the money. So company A a sponsor Premier League even though you're coming from Mount Pleasant. Next time I'm going to do that. I mean, it, 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 it's just a bad look. There's nothing you can say 
All he going to take is Mount Pleasant for, for the stats to say, oh, Mount Pleasant get three penalty while everybody else only get one penalty. <laughs> I buy something, something right. You see what I'm saying? So it's, just, it's just a bad look, me. It just, just should have never happened. And, and 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 by the way, the Jew, um, the views about get a woman or a girlfriend and give her some money to sponsor the league as con team A. Eh? Those are the views of Junior, aka Pringle, <laughs> not ball shot. We got we got Richard Green of Frostbreaker. People, we in overtime right now. It's, it's almost Christmas break. Yeah, the show done ten minutes ago. We're still having fun. Richard Green said, "What about the surfaces of the teams in the league?" Come on, half on that every week. By the time you want, you want, you want to play come on roll today. No, I do not want to play come on roll, Junior. Let's wrap up it because that's a whole other thing. But yes, the surfaces um, have to be improved. Uh, you know, but, but, but ultimately, I mean, Chris Williams is doing what he was tasked to do is to secure a sponsorship. He's, he's made comments about um, another, essentially a, a prime, a premier sponsor will be coming on board. So, and, and of course, these are letters of intent because since we don't know the start date, um, we cannot essentially formalize those, those contracts into number of, into start and then and an end date. So these are letters of intent. Um, Chris Williams also contributed his voice to the growing number of, you know, voices around this idea of trying to start the league. You know, Minister Tuftan is holding firm, Junior. I mean, but there's no way we can do football in Jamaica in a bubble, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's just no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. Chelsea's <laughs> playing West Ham tomorrow. London derby. The Chelsea fans—they are very nervous, Junior. <laughs> Come on, big up yourself. Come on, big up yourself. We will see what happens next week. But yeah, what is supposed to beat Myers and company one? But Richard Green is saying this, pretty, pretty grass fields and people in the stands sell the league. Well, Richard, if pretty grass fields and people in the stands will sell the league, how is the league getting sold right now to investors when neither is happening? So that shows that there is something there, right? So we will see. We will see. You know, as we're going to get ready to welcome um, Gabriel Heinz in the Atlanta United family. Welcome. Um, Junior, we have a lot of festive games coming on. Leicester City plays Manchester United this weekend coming up. Junior, your, your thoughts quickly on that game. Does Leicester City beat your fancy team? No. Nah. No. Nah. The, question, the question is, will, will, will El Matador be available? Because we don't even know if he's going to be suspended. Okay, okay. I think this is the game, this is the type of game for, um, for Cavani. And I even think Greenwood can really do something against, against Leicester. So no, I don't yeah. think. So. Watch, watch Manu will get the brakes beaten off of them next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Arsenal also plays a big week for Chelsea. Chelsea plays West Brom, uh, West Ham on Monday. And then, and then they play Arsenal next Saturday in a Boxing Day matchup. So Chelsea, Arsenal, maybe Mikel Arteta can pull off something against Chelsea because then that will rescue him, right, Junior? <laughs> <laughs> Football family. <laughs> We want to tell you to be safe during this Christmas period. Be safe. Let's look out for each other. Let's continue the love, football family. Show respect and care and take care of each other. Follow the COVID protocols. 
Ball Chat Podcast. We wrap it up. Um, you can connect with us on Instagram at Ball Chat Podcast. We're on Twitter at Ball Chat One, Facebook at Ball Chat. You can email us at Ball Chat Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to our Facebook page as we constantly have content update. We have new features coming down where we're going to highlight certain players. And who knows, Junior? Maybe in a few episodes, there will be an all-ladies ball chat show. Come yep. on, line up yourself, family and friends. Junior, yep. yo, stay safe. We're going to run now, family. Have a little bit later. Bless up. All right.